We're studying on the story of our great redemption. We're quoting as our foundational scripture, Acts 2.27, where Peter preaches and says, talking about Jesus, because you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you give your Holy One to see corruption. And that's talking about the soul of Jesus being in hell for us. And of course, that's his soul and spirit. Because they're connected, you can't separate them. Uh, the only thing that can separate them is, is the Word of God, and it does that for the purpose of the renewing of the mind. But you can't separate them in the sense of remove one from the other, or cause the spirit to be in a separate place than the soul. When a human being dies, their soul and their spirit both go either to heaven or to hell. It depends on whether you know the Lord or not. And then he says, nor will you give your Holy One to see corruption. And that's talking about the fact that he had died physically, but then he was going to be resurrected physically. And this verse talks about a dual resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus from Hades and the resurrection of Jesus from the grave, the physical resurrection. The word Hades, I've said it over and over again, is the same word. And, and you can actually look at this word in the New Testament. It's only used 10 times in the New Testament. And all 10 times it's talking about a place of death and destruction and suffering and hell. It is never talking about the grave. And it is never talking about Abraham's bosom where people went, like in Luke chapter 16, before Jesus. Nor is it talking about paradise or heaven. It's always talking about the place of the evil wicked dead. And that's where Jesus went for us and suffered for us for three days and three nights. Jesus went to hell in our place and he suffered what we would have had to suffer. I mean, had he not gone to hell, all human beings that, you know, <laughs> would have been stuck. There would have been no way out. But thank God there is a way out because Jesus went to hell in our place. And that word hell or Hades, as, as it's translated and kept in translation from the Greek, like in the New King James Bible, in Acts 2.27, you'll also see it's the same word that's used in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 24, when it talks about that wicked rich man that was taken into Hades, and he was in torments and suffering. That's where Jesus went for us. And we began to look at the Messianic Psalms 88. And in it, we get a picture of Jesus suffering spiritual death on the cross and when he was ushered into hell on our behalf. And as I've said, this psalm could not have been speaking of David. It could not have been speaking of anybody else but the Son of God when he was made sin for our, with our sin. Here are some verses, some of the verses we've already discussed and seen. you got to go back and listen to our previous studies. My soul is full of troubles and my life draws near to the grave. This is verse 3. And then verses 4 through 6. I'm counted with those that go down into the pit. I am a feeble man, free among the dead, like those slain that lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, and, your, and by your hand they are cut off. And that means that there was a curse on them. And you remember the, the scripture says that Jesus became the curse for us in Galatians 3.13. And you have made me, laid me, excuse me, in the lowest pits in darkness in the deeps. And that's talking about the abyss or Hades or the bottomless pit as we've discussed on our previous studies. And he went to the lowest parts of it. And we saw that from Ephesians 4.9. And I gave you some scriptures from the book of Revelations. Now you need to go back and study that. Now, verse 7, 
Your wrath lies hard on me. You have afflicted me with all your waves. Selah. You have taken my friends away from me. You have made me a hateful thing to them. Now watch this. I am shut up and I cannot come out. Well, he couldn't come out on his own. The Son of God was in hell. And he couldn't come out on his own any more than that wicked rich man could come out of hell. You remember that? In uh, Luke 16, 26, where Abraham talks to him across that great chasm that existed between Hades and the place where Abraham was, which was a protected place, and where Lazarus had died and gone to. And he said, none can pass from here to there, nor from there to here. So Jesus could not come out on his own. He was all alone. That's why he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God left him. And you know what? Jesus had to depend on the Father to get him out. Now let's go on reading here, because this is a powerful scripture. Uh, reference Psalms 88 verse 9 my eye mourns because of affliction O Jehovah I have called daily to you I have stretched out my hands to you for will you do wonders to the dead now notice this there's two different things being discussed here and I discussed this before just like Acts 2 27 you'll not leave my soul in Hades nor will you give your holy one to see corruption is talking about two different things it's talking about his soul being brought up out of spiritual death and the place of the dead in hell and also the fact that his body was brought up from the physical death of his body it was brought up to immortality well here he says will you do wonders to the dead have you ever thought about the fact that Jesus died prematurely? I mean, 33 is certainly not 120. It is certainly not 70 or 80, as it says in the scripture. And he's talking about doing wonders for him, Jesus, that had died prematurely. And then shall the dead rise and praise you. And here, it literally, in one translation it says, shall the departed spirits rise and praise you. Selah. Shall your loving kindness be declared in the grave, or you your faithfulness in ruin? Now you see that word ruin? It's the word Abaddon. Now, Abaddon, as I've told you, now notice what it is. Shall your wonders be known in the dark, and your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? Abaddon was that dark land of forgetfulness, ruin. Revelations chapter 9, verses 2 through 11, when it talks about that bottomless pit, you'll see that it says that the angel of the pit was called Abaddon in Hebrew. And in Greek, Apollyon, and they both mean destroyer. And it definitely is a reference to the abyss or the Hades. And I'm telling you the agony of all of this, if you really listen to what's being said and what Jesus suffered, you can't hardly stand it. It's, it's unbearable. In, in the very midst of hell, Jesus was raising his hands toward God in full expectation that God was going to reveal his wonders and that his righteousness was going to shine towards him right at the, in the very center of the earth. Darkness and death was going to get a holy shockwave from heaven, and thank God it would leave them reeling for eternity. Amen.